When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Oh, candy gal. Oh, candy gal. Do you guys know? I mean, I think, you know, if you listen to this podcast very regularly, that candy gal is one of my probably my favorite Potomac housewife. You know, having met Candace many times in real life, she's so real. I find her very real and I find her very authentic. And, you know, polling the audience, I think a lot of you had issues with Candace in the beginning, but I think a lot of people are coming around now. Not everyone. We all disagree on our housewives. Right. But I Love me some candy gals. So, you know, this is an outtake. This has never before been aired. It's a joint interview we did with the one, the only, Miss Sarah Frazier. You know, Sarah knows candy gal very well, too. Now, why certain things don't air and why we're sharing outtakes? Well, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother show in and of itself. No shade to anyone. Eventually, I find a place and time for everybody. And, you know, people have been asking for some outtakes and what's kind of lost in the vault. This is a chat with Candy Gal. Prior to last season at Potomac, my, 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 how things have changed. So sit back and enjoy this chat with the one, the only Candy Gal, Miss Candace Dillard. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it because we're here with our co-host, Miss Sarah Frazier, and we are welcoming the one, the only Miss Candace Dillard. Hello, 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 hello. Oh, my God. Halloween. Sarah is so excited to catch up with you, Candace. I know. My girl, my girl is in Hollywood, bitch. You better do it. Oh my God. You bet. You, okay. You know it. I'm fucking getting a talk show here if I have to, no matter what. Okay. Whatever I have to do. Who, I'm at an age, I don't care who I sleep with. I don't, I don't care. I will do, I will do whoever it takes. Whatever you have to do. 
I will get a damn yeah. talk does, show. Does Schman support this? Does he support you sleeping your way to the top? That's oh my, my God, yeah. I, we have a list of celebrities now okay. that we live in Hollywood Good. of like Good. that you get a green light pass. Like if yes. I'm out and John Hamm wants to have sex with me, it's like no <laughs> questions asked. No. John Hamm is your number one, really? <laughs> That's John? your number one. That's crazy. Okay. okay. John, Good. you guys don't find John Hamm attractive? I don't. Yeah, I don't not He's find nice him attractive. Looking. Yeah, He's nice looking. Yeah, I, I would yeah. rather go for like MGK, Jaden Smith, Justin <laughs> Bieber. Those are the Bieber, three that come to okay. my mind. Bieber is okay. hot. Yeah, yeah. Bieber has swag. I okay. like his swag. Well, who's on yeah. your list? Who's on? And you actually, you're now getting to mingle with all these people, like at the Grammys and everything. Yeah. So it's um, cool to I see who's hot in real life. List. Yeah. Okay. So um, Idris Elba. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh. Um, um, I'm going to, this is kind of trite, but like Brad Pitt, because I know Brad likes brown girls. Okay. <sighs> I heard him and Audra Day were like mingling and stuff. So Brad Pitt. Mm, um, That's a good one. I feel really like that's, I don't know. Those are the two that come to mind right away. I can't think of it. I have to throw a girl in there. Who would my girl be? I don't know. Um, who's like a good girl? Who I don't is know. a good? I can't think of a girl um, that, that I would personally want to like, sleep with. Oh, I feel like there's so many attractive women in Hollywood. Like too. so, like really, like like yes, like hot. Sexy girls. I don't Nicki know. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. After you sing for her, she wants to have sex with you. Yes or no? She, Nicki. Nicki does not like me. Nick, we are not friends. You heard it here first. Uh, I heard she unfollowed me. She like she sent all of the housewives kids gifts. My bonus kids are like chopped liver to her. We got no gift. Mia was crying about it, and then she sent me and his kids a gift after she cried. I'm not a bitch. I don't cry. I mean, I do cry, but not over gifts from Nicki Minaj. So I didn't cry about it. But like, Nicki don't like me. So no, she's not on my list. She, yeah. she hey, didn't just send gifts. She sent Gucci. Everyone got Gucci. She sent Gucci. Right. Exactly. The and kids got Gucci. You now my bonus kids don't, they don't, they don't respond to that. Like my, like my, my, my daughter, she's like, it was not a skateboard or like a brat stall. I don't, I don't need that. And then my son, he's like, if it's not like paint or like something like a digital toy or like something like nerdy he doesn't so he they would have been like gucci what's this and they would have thrown it away so that but you were the only one that didn't get something yeah well mia was mia didn't either but then she was like well you didn't get me a gift and then nikki was like oh my bad girl i reached out to you and i couldn't i we i couldn't find you or whatever and then she sent her something but she did not send me anything because I, I, I mean, she discriminated against me because my bonus kids don't live with me. So because my kids don't live with me, Nikki, my kids don't get a gift. That ain't right, girl. It ain't right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, what do you think was prompted? OK, what prompted that? Because, you know, obviously the reunion, there were some tempt, you know, some tense moments. But were things yeah. cool after or why do you think she did yeah. that? I I have no idea. Like we were fine. We were great after we talked I was like you're amazing you're beautiful you're the queen of rap which I still believe I think that she's a trailblazer in in hip-hop for women for black women for women as a whole and just as a lyricist you know genders and and sex is just not not even in, in the equation like she is 
one of the most talented lyricists in hip in hip hop. Um, and I told her all this, and I was like, I love you, and you're great. We did a video, and then, oh, you know what it was? I forgot. What happened was when the show aired, and my husband, who is like the the king of ride or die, okay, oh yeah, wife, um, was like, I don't have to do any. Or Nikki was like, you need to pipe down, Chris. And Nikki was like, nah, I don't have to do anything but ride for my wife or something like that. And I guess she didn't like that he was talking back to her. So she was like, unfollow. Are you the, are you the only one she unfollowed? I think. Maybe. I don't know. It's, I think so. I think somebody told me. They were like, Nikki doesn't follow you anymore. And I was like, really? Oh, okay, well, okay, no I'm going to unfollow her back. That's easy for me. Unfollow as well. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a pet. I'm a petty bitch. I was like, unfollow. <laughs> did you know like what you were when you got into housewives and got this job? Like, did you know what you were getting into? I mean, like, did you, you Hell watched no. housewives? I mean, like, like, do you understand the full trajectory of what this is? Oh yeah. I watched before. So I'm, I'm, I'm originally a Georgia peach. I'm from Georgia. So I remember when Atlanta first came on, I was like, yes, it's like, this is a cast. This is like, Atlanta black royalty I wanted to see who was on the show what where were they going what were they doing what were they eating uh, what were they wearing so yeah I've been I've watched since Atlanta I loved Jersey I loved Beverly Hills I, I loved the the franchises and what they represented what they were able to do for women of, of all different walks of life being able to come onto these platforms and hawk their products and make their dreams come true like Bethany Frankel is like a fucking dream come true. She's like, you go from, you know, catering and making pastries for people. And now you're a fucking millionaire. Like that's, that is the dream. So I knew what I was getting myself into from that perspective. However, you, you could have never told me that I would have gone through, you know, the things that I have gone through on this show, not even, you know, in seasons past, but even this season, it's already a shit show. Really? How so? <laughs> I I I enjoy gainful employment, David. Okay, so you can't. That's all you get. You can't like nope. fault a girl for trying, Candace. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I I give you credit. That is your job, but that's yeah. Just know, <laughs> that's it. Are you <laughs> shocked that Escala wow. is not there? Because people I'm were devastated. I'm devastated, completely, utterly devastated that for whatever reason, the the saints don't see it for Escala. I don't understand it because she gives culture, she gives fashion, she gives mouth, she gives spunk, she's she gives beauty, she's beautiful. Like, what is there not to love? Like, we, we don't have a representation of Ethiopian American women on the show. You know, we've got Wendy and she gives us Nigerian American and we love that, but we do not celebrate diversity and color enough in these spaces. There are still only two iterations of women of color in these franchises. And then we have Dubai, which is great. Um, and that is gonna give us more color, but I'm, I'm just all about the diversity of it all. And I feel like Ascala was diversity in a, in a way that was different from what we currently have on our show. And I'm sad that, you know, it wasn't it wasn't what what the people were looking for. Because okay. she was just on, it was. on your podcast, though. What was her theory on why she wasn't asked back? 
I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. If you're hiring for your business, you need Indeed. I might make this look easy, but it isn't. I have a whole team that helps me. Graphic designers, marketers, PR, editors. And where do you think I hired them? All from Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Before Indeed, I was spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Such a waste of my time. Indeed has totally streamlined that process for me, which has saved me a ton of time. They do all the hard work for you. They only match you with candidates that fit your description and you're matched with quality candidates instantly. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash velvet. Just go to indeed.com slash velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. Yeah. So she was on. So that's what we're doing. The pod featuring me and Leah, um, Leah Henry. And I mean, we didn't really talk about it on, on our pod, but I talk to Othello all the time and she's, she is also at a loss. She's like, I really don't know. Like, I don't understand, you know, what I did or didn't do. And really it's such a, like, I, I didn't think it was as hard to get on the show. Okay. I thought, you know, you just walk in here and start talking shit and you get your own the show. I was wrong. Cause it's, it's hard to get on housewives. It's yeah. hard to get on. And I, nobody, you know, I thought they let my crazy ass out. Hey, it must not be hard to get on, but it's hard to get on the show. So I, I don't know. We, we, we've talked about it at length. Like 
I've talked about it with her, with her husband. Like, it's it's unclear. It's unclear to us what the problem was. But she, you know, there was there were some leaks at, from uh, from the the our all cast event, and you do see her there. So she's around, but officially, I don't know what's happening. Was this a hard, cause you know, like look at in the old days, if you go back since you watched yeah. Housewives and the old days, yeah. whatever Atlanta, when, the, when filming stopped, filming started like a week or two later, but it's yeah, all yeah. different now. We have like Orange County, which had a big break. Look what's going on with yeah. New York. You mm-hmm. guys had, um, you guys had a break this time. It was like a four month break. We're, during that break, are you like when you're, you know, sitting around like, Hey, Grand Dom, did you hear it today? Yo, Giselle, do you know, like, do you guys all, I mean, mm-hmm. like what goes through your mind month after month, week after week? Oh, like? Um, well, we, we take a break from each other. Uh, you know, it went once filming wrapped because we're all just like exhausted of one another. Uh, but yeah, you check in with your girls. So I checked in with, you know, the, the girls that I, that I'm, I'm cool with and that I'm good with. And we, yeah, you know, at, at about the like two month mark, I was like, what's going on? Like, what is this break? What are we doing? Um, but, you know, there a lot of it is scheduling and um, having the right people on our team. And a lot of them come from other shows and from other areas. And we have to wait for them to finish what they're doing, give them a break and allow them to come and onboard with us for the season. So that was what a lot of it was, because um, there were some shifts in other shows that caused us to have to shift. Okay, that makes sense, because it, it yeah. is, you know, yeah, when there's a hit show, usually you start, I think, because I think right. after, all right, after the whole Monique season, didn't yeah. you guys start filming, like, immediately? I think that was, yes, after five yeah, right, we, right. we started filming right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was no break. Yeah. Were you nervous that you weren't possibly going to come back? I never think I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm always like, you, are you sure? Like, are we, are we doing this again? I'm always, I don't take this platform for granted at all. I'm always, it's always a shock to me when you know it's time to start up again and they're like we want you we want you back um so yeah I'm I'm always ready to you know shift and go off and do other things if that's what is going to happen but I'm I'm still always happy so far to return so you know when and it was so funny because um there were so many just fortune tellers my god the clairvoyance of it all so many people who just, they knew that Candace was fired and, you know, I was, the, the producers were sick of my antics and I was just the bane of, of all existence on Potomac. And, you know, I'm a troll. So I, I take great pleasure in playing with, with the saints. And I remember tweeting, this was after we'd gotten our contracts and I tweeted when one door closes, another door opens. And uh, uproar, it was like I was trending and there was all this talk. Yeah, you were. I, was, I was sitting back just stroking my beard, evil villain laughing like, <laughs> gotcha, you, gotcha. You. So um, that was fun. So thank you all for that. Anyone who's watching, thank you for, for those pleasures. Um, yeah. 
So there was, okay, so that tweet, because David and I talked about that. We wanted to ask you about that. So there was nothing yeah. more behind that except for trolling people. There was, because people read everything into they that. Oh it. my God. About yeah. your music career, about mm-hmm. the show, about your relationship with, I mean, on and on and on. People yeah. had so many theories, but really nothing else was behind that except for you are the queen. I mean, you do love to troll, which we love I to love watch. To troll. It was, it's <laughs> just so easy to, to get, some of these people because you guys just you have nothing else to do not you guys but like yeah the people they have nothing else to do that like you hang on every word good bad or ugly you hang on to it so I was just like I have time today so let me just let me just play with the with the kids for a minute and it worked it, oh, it worked. Did. I mean, listen, nothing else was trending. There was no, is Wendy coming back? Is Giselle coming? It was all just like you said, like troubled, you know, too far, you know, housewife from the East Coast. Yeah. Why do you think that narrative keeps coming up though? Like that you, you know, everyone always says like you hit harder than anyone else. Like you, yeah. you know, why, why does, cause you know, you are aware of like all this, it was out there for a while, even before yeah. you tweeted that. Why does yeah. that always come up? Candace is problematic. She, she, she goes so much harder than the others. Where does this narrative come from? I don't know. I, you know, because like I said, I watched housewives before I became a housewife and I I saw the 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 vitriol and the you know the the tongue lashings and um and you know harsh harsher things have been said um and and more um more intense moments have come from other housewives so it just it it boggles me and boggles my mind that somehow I am just the the pariah it's always well Candace's mouth is just you know I part of me I see like think pieces where people say um Candace is she's she's uh, a privileged and her she comes from a wealthy family and she you know her 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 parents were able to you know provide for her and buy her, her first home or help her buy her first home and you know, her, she's, she's this privileged little girl and she's never had to struggle and people have a problem with that. So it's just every, whatever I say, it's like, if I, I've, there have been times where I've tweeted, oh, it's a beautiful day. No lie. And this responses are fucking bitch. Like I die. Like, it's like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm talking about the sky. I'm talking about this. What are the clouds? The subcutaneous, whatever the clouds are called. I'm talking about the clouds in the sky. And, and you he, want me to die. It's just you, like, oh my God. I, I love it. Win. You always tweet 1111, which I love. I'm all about yes. angel numbers. And I'm yes. sure people are like, fuck you to that. Like, fuck your oh. angel numbers. They're probably people like, that, yeah, people that don't understand it are like, why the fuck is she tweeting this every time? I don't get it. And then people that do understand what it's about. Cause I, rem- I remember when I didn't always see 1111. And then I remember. During season five, I was going through a lot. And I that's when I started to see the number. And I've always known what it meant. And and I'm I'm a very spiritual, very religious person. I believe in God. I believe that Jesus is my savior, honey. He say I came from Jesus. Okay. So I'm I'm very connected to my prayer life and my spiritual life. And so I take 1111 to to mean that it's a different way that God is speaking to me and telling me that everything is okay and that I'm on the right path 
and I'm doing what I'm supposed to, I'm following the path that I was called to be on. And I like to share that with people because I, I like to, you know, as much as I can give people some kind of hope and, and remind people that if I'm seeing this, then you can see it too. So, you know, for people to see that and take that and say, and make it something negative, like, you know, it's, it, it really just, I always say this, it exposes the, the, the bitterness in people. And it just, it's, it's a, it shines a light on um, how much you need prayer and I'm, and I'm a pray for you. Amen. I love that. that. Yeah, that all makes sense. Why yeah. do you think it is though? Cause like, look, some housewives, they never get it. You know what I mean? Do you think it is like the privilege or they think, you know, like why, what is it about you? You know what I mean? Why aren't they coming just as hard for Karen or, you know, I mean, they like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why yeah. you? I don't get it. I mean, is it because they think, oh, mommy bought you a house or whatever? Is that what it is? You think? I think that's part of it. Yeah. I think that there is a, I had a really, a really wonderful person who's very famous, who is very kind to me and talked, and we, we have a lot of really great conversations who said to me that, um, my audacity is what is so appalling to people. How dare you, um, be successful? How dare you dream big enough to, you know, create an album and go on tour and, uh, and be, and be smart and be well-read and be, be able to communicate well, um, and come from a family that was able to provide for you. How dare you, you are, you are far too audacious to have all these things and to also, you know, be, be cute and, and, yes. and articulate. It's all too much. Yeah. How dare you? That's, that's it. what, I was going to say the same thing about you. The the reason that people don't like you is because you're confident, you're ta- you you almost have too many talents. You know, too many talents, too many good looks. And I, no, I mean people that don't have anything going for them, I don't care. The fucking trolls out there that write to you and Chris all the time. I mean, people yeah. are miserable. They're at home, yeah. they don't see a path for themselves. Yeah. And they see you having all these things going on and there's a confidence about you that you mm-hmm. exude and it's okay, look, I'm not putting myself on your level, but I'll say I, I am that person well, too. Like, yes, no, same here. It's so weird. Yeah. And David too, like people, join me. Come on. Well, I, I, I will never be that person stuff. crying in the corner. It's not right. Me. It's like, I started a podcast. Now it's extremely successful. That's yeah. how it period. Works. Period. It period. There's, there's no ego. I work my yes. ass till my fingers bleed. I go to bed every night. It's, it's people when you have confidence, look at this. What's this? What's the game? You know why? I have a cane because when I was rehearsing for my tour for Femme Forward, I sprained my knee. This is my sister named her. Her name. This is Barbara. Barbara the cane. I have to use this cane to get up and down the stairs now because my knee is fucked up. So like, shit ain't real. Shit ain't perfect over here. I'm hobbling around, getting MRIs, doing physical therapy. I work my ass off. You, David, you work your ass off. Sarah, you work your ass off. This is not, nobody handed us shit. I know. And it looks easy. And David, you say you don't cry. You're not crying about, I cry. I cry in the car. I cry in the tub. I cry in the shower. I cry in the closet. Me and Barbara cry together. Like this shit is hard. It's not, it's nothing has been easy about anything that I do. It's like, you've seen that video of Beyonce where she's like in the camera and she's like, 
why did God give me this life? And it's like, girl, shut up. But really, it's like, why did God give me these talents? Why was I called to do this and be this person? But it's almost like if, if I don't follow what I'm called to do, then, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Then, then I failed. So I have to do what I'm, what I'm called to do. And it looks easy. And it looks like I'm confident all the time. And I am a lot of the time, but it's hard. And I have a lot of moments where I'm not confident. And I'm crying. And I'm hobbling to the bathroom because my knee is swollen and my bunion hurts. Okay? This shit is not easy. Yeah. I mean, look, you got a lot going on. Your mom, the relationship with your mom, you know, is runs hot and cold. I mean, Chris, yeah. you guys have your bonus family, which is a lot to balance. I mean, yeah. we all have stuff, you know, and yeah. it's marriage and it, as a whole. Okay. Marriage is the wild west. Yes. Okay. So there's that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's, hot, it's crazy out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Living with men. Men are crazy. Y'all are. Oh, men are crazy. Well, listen, I am single, so I can't chime in and tell you anything about a marriage, but I don't think marriage is easy. I mean, I can tell you that. (laughs) It's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. It is when you're with the right person, it it falls into place. But listen, it's work. Chris has almost died many times because I'd be like, "Ah, pick up your socks. The only thing that works for me for nausea and motion sickness is relief band. I've tried everything and it's the only thing that works. I'm okay on planes. I'm okay on trains, but cars, when I get in an Uber 99% of the time, if I'm not wearing my relief band, that stop and go traffic, I get a headache and I'm literally sick for the whole rest of the day. Relief band really works. It's the number one anti-nausea wristband that quickly relieves and effectively prevents nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, which I have, but also anxiety, migraines. I use it for hangovers, morning sickness. It even works for chemotherapy. It's 100% drug-free. It's non-drowsy and it's so fast acting and it lasts for as long as you need it to. It's really that simple. You don't have to over plan for nausea relief or dose up six hours before a trip. Just bring your relief band and you're good to go. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code VELVET, you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. I know that you, uh, listen, and I do not want you to, to lose your job, of course, but so I don't want any spoilers from season seven, but there is this thing I was telling Sarah early and Sarah was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see this, that, you know, on Twitter, you and Miss Karen Huger recently, Karen used a microphone emoji. And, you know, she said the best way to get a read on someone is to host a party, give them bubbly and a microphone. Everyone thought that that was you. I think you then responded and you said something like projection is a disease. You guys went back and forth. I got a little confused about stuff. Karen Huger started talking about fence humping, and then you started talking about hit dog hollerism. So first of all, are you feuding with the Grand Dame? What? Because that's what the world now thinks from these series of tweets that are going back and forth. David, I always come in peace. You, listen, you stick up for yourself, right? Well, yes, that is true too. But I always come in peace. I'm, I always, I may have questions, but I always come in peace. 
Well, can you help me? Because last season we had to learn like what Sing Sing was and like we got some clarity on hot boxes. What is hit dog hollerism? I can't even say the word. Hit dog hollerism. It's um well I made it up, but okay. you've heard the you've heard the the term a hit dog will holler. Essentially meaning that, you know, if if you are the guilty party, you're going to be the first one to, to speak up and, and have something to say. Therefore, the hit dog is hollering, hit dog hollering-ism. I almost, I should have called it hit dog hollering-itis because it's, it's, a, it's like a sickness, like, <clears throat> like I'm ill with hit dog hollering-itis, cough, cough, or woof, as I said, woof. I was like, I, I am getting confused just by, you know, by going back and yeah. forth reading these tweets. And fence humping, which I've never heard the word fence humping before. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a projection. Well, now I know. Yeah. Sarah, do you have something to say? Yeah, I do. I was just, I didn't want to talk over you, but. No, go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I'm curious because, so who are you cool with? Because, I, you know, I want, not that your feelings get hurt, but, you know, I, I my feelings yeah. were hurt for you um, earlier this you know, we saw Ashley and Karen and Giselle and Robin, they all got together for lunch at Fig and Olive yeah. and their little dances uh-huh. kind of went viral and all the blogs. Yeah. Picked up. And I was like, well, okay. I know you and Ashley aren't cool, but I was like, well, where's Candace's invite? I don't, yeah. So who are you good? With? And now we kind of get the sense you're feuding with Karen. So who are you? Do you have any friends this season? Who are you good with? Yes, I have friends. I, I have, a, I actually have a lot of friends. Okay. It's a, it's a merry-go-round, you know, it's, and it's not, you know, it's, it's a merry-go-round for everybody. I'll say that. So there's a, there's a lot of shifting, like even from like day to day, there's a lot of shifting that takes place. Hmm. Do you think people are shocked? You know, like I've talked to like, I mean, I've had Giselle here. I've talked to her before about this, like, you know, Potomac in the beginning was kind of like a slow burn, you know, like yeah. Beverly Hills and we had New York right. and Atlanta. But, yeah. you know, do you think people now realize it? Like, guys, this is like the real deal. Like this is yeah, one of the higher rated franchises. Yeah. Like this is, I think people finally get that, right? Yeah, Potomac is, is definitely a part of the conversation. Um, I think I've always said that I felt like Potomac had an unfair advantage from the beginning because we were the only franchise whose city slash state was not easily recognizable, right? Like everybody knows where New Jersey is. We all know where Atlanta is. We all know where Beverly Hills is. Um, even Orange County was, you know, maybe not so much, but that was the first. So they had time to, to build. But, but I feel like Potomac was like, where is Potomac? People were mispronouncing it. So we we had that going against us in addition to being a newer show, um, being, you know, the second, you know, black cast or second cast of, of women of color, they're constantly comparing us to Atlanta. And there really is no comparison because, you know, Atlanta walked so that we could run. I always say that um, they have been very supportive of us and we are very supportive of them. So yeah, we had, we had some, some, some things going against us, but I think that as a, as a cast, most of us have done a, an excellent job of, you know, keeping it real, being honest and, and, you know, getting us to a place where now we can say we are, you know, one of the more sought after shows. Oh my God. I mean, to have Nicki Minaj at your union, yeah. I mean, I think you guys are top three now. I, I can't yeah. even, 
I mean, obviously Beverly Hills is like, I mean, yeah. I know it is, it's like a whole nother level, but right. I mean, you guys, you know, I mean, we all know New York, it's, it's a mess. You know, I know they're yeah, trying to do the best they can to spin it some other right. way. OC is right. now a mess, you know, yeah. um, Dallas was canceled. Um, oh. yeah. And then, you know, I mean, Salt Lake. Okay. Salt Lake to me is my new big fave. Salt too. Lake is coming. Yeah. Salt Lake is doing something. They're, they're, they're shaking and stirring. I, I like Salt Lake. I like what Mary, I bring Mary back justice for Mary. You know, if you add, this is my Mary wig. I, Mary was such a great housewife. It's she, I think she gave everything that you would want in a housewife. Yes. I just, she's so quirky. She's she's just weird and just like, just lovable and just strange and lovable in the best way. I hate that she's seemingly not there. Well, you want her back? Quit? I want her back. Yeah. I thought she quit. Didn't she quit? I thought that she quit, but then I thought that. I mean, she, she didn't maybe... go to the reunion, so I guess right. You can't. But really... even you know. Even after she didn't go to the reunion, I for me that was not the final nail in the coffin for me. I felt like she could have come back from that because the reason she didn't come is because they were, you know, bullying her to no end. So I understood why she felt like she didn't want to be there. And I think that if she had had the right conversations, you know, they would have let her come back in and film for the next season. But you think? I do. I do. And then I heard that, you know, she was supposed to be having a conversation with Andy. I don't know, you know, if that happened or how that went, but I just, I don't see how this show, like Mary was just, she was the, she was like the, that, the center, the centerpiece. Oh, I have a whole theory. I have a whole theory. I think. I'm ready. Hold on. Right. Like what I, I think it on this podcast. I know. I Look, think I think this. I think Mary added a lot. I will give you that. Yeah. But I think Mary saw the writing on the wall between what's happened with Erica and what's happened with Jen. And I, I have mm. absolutely no basis of this for, except mm-hmm. for the clips. I think there were some shady things going on with that church. And she was smart enough to know if I stay on this show long enough, I'll be They're going to come for me. Yeah. And I think she wants nothing to do with it. She's out. Yeah. I don't think. I think she wasn't going to answer any further questions. And the only part I don't like is I just, you're a spiritual woman. One of the things that drives me nuts are some of these female pastors, male, I'm a Catholic, the Catholic church has done it. I hate when they prey on people when it comes to God and money and, and this thing of like, you better tithe or else, you know, yeah, I, did not like the way that it was like, well, you guys didn't send me birthday cards. And again, I know yeah. editing, but yeah. that part of her, I didn't like. Cause I thought, yeah. Hmm. What's she? Unsavory. Yeah. 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 But that's yeah. why, well, like when they say, you know, like Mary did this, Mary did that. I yeah. related same to you. Like if people are saying to you, like Candace cuts harder or hits harder than anyone else. Yeah. So what? Like, isn't that like saying you actually understand the assignment and you're doing your job extremely well? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. I think that, yeah, there are, there are parts of the, the reality TV space that, you know, can feel bombastic and can feel, you know, just 
overblown. Um, but it, it's, it's, I mean, it's clear that it's an, it's an exaggeration of real life. Like in real life, I'm not going to lunch with my friends and like getting into a screaming match, like at the table. I'm not doing that. Like I was not raised to be fussing at the table, but clearly there are cameras here. So we're going to be naturally having an argument at a restaurant. So I think, you know, for me, at least I can speak for myself when I say, I, when I am screaming or yelling or fighting back at someone that I'm, I'm really in those emotions. Um, but in my real life, I don't, I don't allow myself to be in situations where I have to be yelling at people. But, you know, in this world, I'm put in situations where I'm forced to respond to, you know, whatever the shenanigans are. For Mary, I feel like you know, I would like to believe that some of that is just the edit, that it's not quite that, you know, exaggerated. However, I will say as someone who comes from, you know, a, the Southern Baptist church world, and I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with the Black church as a whole. Um, yet we, there is a, a tithing element and there is, there is sometimes guilt associated with not tithing enough or, um, you know, having your, your ducks in a row as it relates to your contributions to the church. So some of that is, is real, but it's, it's obviously made to look, you know, more intense than maybe it is. Yeah. I'll be curious to see like over the next year. Cause I, I mean, man, being on that show is like, I don't know, you're a hot button for your finances too. I mean, and, and yeah, you know, obviously Tom Girardi, that whole thing is just, but it's crazy. Oh. I know crazy. I can't. Oh God. And Erica, Erica. I know. I love Erica. I love her. And you all can, you all can castrate me for it. I don't care. Um, I, but she, I like you. I'm team Erica. I love her. I, I even love her now, even though she like basically spits in the victim's faces, which is terrible. <laughs> it's it, like, I mean, yeah, it, it's not, it, it's, it's cringy to, yeah. to, to look at and you, you can't defend that, but what I love is that she's, she's like me in that she, she stands in the face of whatever the adversity is. Like she's, she's leaning into it heavy. And I think, you know, everybody was coming at her last year and calling her a monster and saying that she needs to just give everything back and, you know, live in a tent and not have anything. And she's horrible and whatever. And this season she's, she's like leaning into this villain role, if you will. And I'm like, yes, girl, lean in. Like, they want you to be this. Give them what the fuck they want. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be behind you, snapping because it's poetry, poetic. Oh God, the what, like her doing the. Well, if Erica is this, then I was like, yes, girl. She's just, and that's. I really believe that that is who she is. Erica is not putting on an air for any of you hoes. Okay, Erica is keeping it one thousand and one and I just I love I love that about her that she's she's her all day and that she's leaning into this this villain space yeah I I would think she's authentically being herself yeah what about like you know you don't have to give us any spoilers about what's to come for the new season but you know Ashley and Michael it obviously didn't work out but everyone's being tight-lipped I mean the people want some answers as to 
what really is going on and causing this whole breakup? Like what, what is this all about, Candace? Um, I am so bored. <laughs> I just, at this point, it's like, this is, this is an arrangement between and they're, they're both okay in their chaos. That's how I feel. Cause like how many times can a man embarrass you and shame you down to your draws girl and you're going to defend it. It's like at this point, just tell us that you guys are in an arranged situation. It's, it's an open marriage, whatever it is. So we can stop like being appalled at these things that you all are okay with. They're both clearly okay with where they are. So you think it's, I'm you think it's really in a <laughs> I mean, I know you guys, there's no love loss between the two of you, but do you really think it's an arrangement? See, I, I actually think they do love each other. I do agree with you because she's been open. They used to have threesomes together, yeah, you know, right. so that's, that's not a secret to anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do feel like they love each other and, you know, I don't know, maybe they, what do you think? You Do you think it is, do you think there's love there or you think it's more of an arrangement? I think that at one, maybe in the very beginning, when you know Ashley was a young cherub a young impressionable cherub and Michael is you know fresh off a divorce and he's looking for a PYP maybe there was some love there um I think that now they're just they're just in it to you know keep keep up whatever the the arrangement is I really think that they it's an open marriage and they are they're content in the open marriage of it all. I think Ashley really wanted to be a mom and that was really important to her. And she, she, she did it the right way. She set herself up to where, you know, if, when she does want to go, or if he does want to go, she's got um, her two kids and she's put in enough time that she can, you know, be entitled to some sort of payout. And I, I think that is wonderful. Like, I wish I missed the class on how to go out here and get a sugar daddy. Like, me too, sweetheart. All, me too. Okay. Me too. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But that's also not my, the Lord did not give me a sugar daddy because I have a smart mouth and I'm going to cuss you out. Like, you're not going to tell me where I can go to get my nails done and how much I can. I can't live on the allowance that you give me. Like, I need to have my own money. I need to be able to move and shake as I please. And you do your thing and I do my thing. Like, I'm, I'm not cut out to be a sugar baby or to be in a, in a marriage where I'm with a much older man who's got all the purse strings. That's, that's not my ministry because I cuss. <laughs> okay, so wait, give us an update then. Is it safe to say, are you and Ashley friendly at all this season? Like, as, are you guys, where are you at? We, we're in an interesting place. Hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting place. That's what I will say. Do you think, because you say it's like an, you know, it's an arrangement or whatever, and then all this stuff comes out about Michael. Do you think, you know, Ashley is out there doing her own thing? I hope she is. I think that that would be great for her. I think that Ashley is much better than Michael. And I think that she deserves better than Michael. And I say this as someone who has been burned by her and we have had many a brawl, verbal brawl. 
But I've always believed from the moment that I met her and him that she's better than him and that she deserves better than him. So I hope she is out here in these streets. Go ahead, girl. What about speaking about your castmates? What about Giselle, you know, and the pastor? And like, I mean, there is this narrative people are always saying, like, where are all these other men that Giselle, I mean, we don't see the pastor. We don't see any of these other guys. You have to show, you know, whatever's going on with Chris, like everyone has to show like their, what their relationship troubles, where are, and I'm not coming for you, Giselle, but like, where are the people on the street say, why doesn't Giselle ever need to show all of her relationships and men and why? Well, I, these, these are questions that need answers. You know, it's why, why is Giselle allowed to skate? Cause she has her roller skates on and she just breezes through like, like this, just like sliding through. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's an interesting question that I don't have, I don't know. I don't have the answer to it. Cause I mean, how long can you use your daughters for your personal storyline? You know, they, they have to go off and live their own lives at some point. And then what do you have? Like your wig, you can talk to your wig heads. This is boring. Oh ma'am. So I, I don't know. That's a good question. Cause the, the street talk and the streets have seen her in with men. Um, so she's dating, I think, or doing something. Um, but no, she does not um, talk about these things. And she's, she's able to shut them down. And, you know, there's no prodding. There's no extra work that has to go into digging into, into her life. It's like a, a protection of sorts. That's what people say. What about, um, well, I was going to say also, what about when people say, you know, there's not really this many housewives, there's minus one because Robin is not necessarily, again, this isn't coming from me. This is coming from the streets. Robin, you know, is just an extension of Giselle and she's not really her own individual on the show. That is said, no, I'm not saying it. What do you, how do you feel about that? It is said, it is said. Um, I love Robin. I love Robin the most. Like, she's probably my favorite person of all of these girls. Um, And I think that her role in our friend group is really important because she is, she's probably one of the most authentic, one of the most calm authentic people. Because I'm authentic, but I'll cuss you out. Robin is very authentic and Placid. Like she's so calm and she's able to, you know, just like broker peace in a way that no one else really in our group of girlfriends can do. So, yeah, she, you know, she has her Giselle safety net, her blanket, security blanket. But um, like we need Robin. Like Robin needs to be around because she's, she's an important friend for all of us that's that's a good perspective because i feel like we don't hear that you know you to david's point i feel like unfortunately for robin like she gets a lot of it too of people like why is she here you know we're tired of seeing robin or whatever and you know i mean her relationship with juan it it seems like it moves forward kind of um yeah you know i don't know any wedding planning that you hear about like do we think we're gonna really get a wedding i want robin to get married so bad like i'm ready for robin 
to get, I like, I already have my role. I'm ready to, you know, I'll carry a flower. I will sing a song. You need to serve a drink. I will do whatever you need me to do for this wedding. Like, yes, I'm ready for her to get married. I don't know like what her plans are, but I hope that her and Juan do like, she deserves to have, you know, whatever kind of celebration of their reignited love that they want. So they, they should have that. Oh, I'm hoping we see a wedding. I'm like, I would yeah. love to see them. A get wedding married. would be amazing. Yes. The last wedding was mine. So yes, let's do another wedding. I know we need another yes. wedding and we need the it's bachelor fine. party of like Michael yes. trying to make out with want, you know, I mean, it just, Oh, I'm throwing them. up. Yes. That would be great. Like, yes. Send them somewhere. I yes. Know. Send them like into Let the mountains. Have yes. a hurrah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. That would be Michael's dream come true. Yes. <laughs> If they were going to, you know, like eventually we all know that Housewives is like Game of Thrones and it eventually casts get shaken up. Yeah. If, you know, who do you think should be the first to go? If the producers after season seven, if we were going to get rid of one housewife, who do you think it should be? Oh, oh my God. I don't answer this question because I'm not trying to get cussed out. Um, who should go? Um... I don't know. I I feel like the person that should go is the person that is that has the least going on and is the least um contributes the least. Like you if you're coming in here and we don't we're, we're not learning anything new about you and you know maybe you're good at like stirring up the pot but who are you? Like what we don't, what is your purpose? So you should go whoever that person is. Am I being extra shady today? <laughs> what the hell? David? I'm going to check myself. Like, God, I'm are you, are no, you being extra shady? I don't think so, but well, that just made me think I'm like, I don't know. I kind of liked, I mean, Miss Osefo has really taken a, you know, I mean, my Lord, she was like a professional, you know, I mean, she was a professor and now we've gone yeah. down to candle making and, you know, a yeah. whole new body. Now, do I want that body? 100%. Ah, but it's like a whole, it's a totally different woman, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, this is what I will say. I think that one of the beauties about these shows is that they expose you, especially our show to the, the fact that Black women are not monolithic. We are not one thing. We don't just operate in this one role of professor and mom and whatever. And I think it's it's love, it's beautiful that we are getting to see like a blossoming of Wendy because she did she did come in pregnant or just having given birth. Yeah. I, I remember when um, I remember seeing her when she was pregnant and she was about to birth and then she gave birth. And, you know, you know this, Sarah, you give birth and you're, you know, you're, oh. there's a lot of shifting that goes on in your mind and your body with your hormones. So like, you're, you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, how to pivot and how to get yourself back or how to, you know, grow new parts, if you will. Um, and I think that we, we met her in an awkward space and now she's like in her, she settled into who she is and who she's going to be going forward so yeah like yes she's a professor she's a commentator she's a candle bitch and now she's a she's doing a lot of stuff this season she's doing a lot like she's doing everything Oh, okay well then we're keeping wendy all right oh my yeah. god 
Wow. And right. now, and- see, now I'm team keeping Robin because now you've convinced me. Yes. Gotta keep Robin, gotta keep Wendy. I mean, yes. I, I always have a theory. I think Ashley is very happy as a mom. I, I think Ashley will be. Yeah. The, and I don't, I don't know that it's fired so much as she just wants to leave. I, I don't know. I think they could take yeah. it and leave it. I could see Ashley at some point saying, I'm good on this because you can just kind of feel it. Like even just like from, from season six, like it was like, I'm here because, you know, I'm doing my thing, but do I really want to be here? I don't know. Yeah. So, but I don't, I don't see that. That would be her decision. I, I don't see, right. you know, the show saying sayonara to her. I agree. I could yeah. see her saying it's time. Yeah. But what's she going to do though? Cause I'm like, do you got a job? Do you have a discernible skill set that we could, what you going to do? You going to go to work? What you going to do? I mean, I guess she's going to, you know, live off of the alimony, but like, that's the scary thing. Like I, like what just happened with Je- uh, what's his name? Jesse Williams from Grey's, formerly of Grey's Anatomy. Like he was with his wife and then he found somebody cuter and he left his wife and their two children. And he was paying his ex-wife like $40,000 a month in child support. And then I guess he quit Grey's and he went back to the court and petitioned for lower child support. And now he's paying like $4,000. If I'm his ex-wife and I'm like counting on, you know, Jesse's got this Grey's Anatomy job where he's making a million dollars an episode and then he, you know, he quits and now he has nothing. Like, what am I going to do? I don't, I would never want to be in a situation where I'm depending on a man to take care of me because anything can happen. And yeah. People, the moral of the story is you never leave Grey's Anatomy. Remember TR Knight in season one? What is going through? Ellen Pompeo makes $20 million. And yes, she's the title character. But like, why would anyone ever choose to leave Grey's Anatomy? Hold on for dear life, okay? Yes! It's still, it's a great show still. I can't. After after they took the dreamy, I said, Shonda, you did me wrong. I gotta go. And I left. I never looked back. Mm -mm. You took McDreamy (laughs) from me. McDreamy. It, it's Goodbye. not as good as it used to be. See, thank you. And no shade to the show because, you know, Shonda is a beast. Bridgerton yes. is my jam. I love Shonda. Um, Scandal. What's Scandal was Scandal. the best show that was ever existed in the history of I love of TV. Scandal to that. I still, fun fact, I still have not watched the finale because I refuse. I haven't watched the over. finale either. I swear to God. That's the why I, I watched up to the finale. I still have it. On and the I was like, I'm done. I don't want to watch it's, this now. Yep. It's not over for me. And it's never been over because I never saw it. And then I love to hate how Carrie and, you know, the whole cast, they still are friends and they post and they like, they get together and they do like scandal parties. And I'm like, go to hell. Like, stop teasing me if you're not going to get back together. But I love it because it's like, oh, it's like memories to see them all together. So it's great. Why do you think like, so you do you talk about Nicki Minaj, she unfollowed you now, but even at the reunion, I mean, first she, you know, gave you some side eye about some of your statistics you were quoting about your music, but you know, listen, when a housewife comes out with music, we automatically think one thing now. Yeah. Nikki asked everyone like, you know, are you shocked at the, your music is actual real music. I try to tell people like this is not Thank a housewife. So good. We've talked about Thank this. Sarah. It's real music. So Nikki asked everyone. She's like, that's not the question I'm asking you. Are you shocked that this is actually good? But, you know, 
do you fear that like that people aren't out there checking it out that people are just like is this you know housewife this song and housewife that song do you know what i'm saying um like, so you being lumped into that oh it's a housewife with a oh, song yeah i do i do um i don't worry about it but i think about it like well i just will say this i don't think about it as much anymore i think when i first started thinking about doing music on the show, my immediate thought was, okay, how do I, how do I move into a space where I'm taken seriously as a musician, as an artist and not seen as just like a, you know, another housewife doing a song. But I feel like at this point, you know, I, my album has been out since September. I have now well over 2 million streams. I have gone on tour and opened for SWV, Maya, Faith Evans, 702. Oh God, um, huge. I'm, I'm getting ready for another tour that people don't know about yet. Um, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to re-release a deluxe version of my album with new music, with new features. Um, getting ready to release a new single with a new visual. Like, I feel like people are starting to understand that this is not just a hobby. Like I'm bored and I don't have anything else to do. So I'm going to make a song. This is my career and it's very serious to me. And it's, it's my current baby. And so I have a human baby um, and, and I'm, I'm excited about it. And it, it means a lot to me that, um, that I do it right. And that I be respected by the music industry. It's so good. It's, you know, you've differentiated yourself because you're not campy. And, you know, I love mm. Luann's, you know, I love all yeah. her. I mean, it's hysterical, you know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> money can't buy you class. I mean, you know, and it's money expensive to be. Yes. Now, uh, expensive to be me is a bop, okay? That just- song, that one is Erica. Erica has good music. And I will, and Erica is, I would say that she, like, Erica is an artist like she I mean she's obviously distracted now because she's got a lot going on but like Erica was rehearsing she was doing tours she was she had the glam team and she she was a moment like and she's been very supportive of me and like giving me advice and then you know she's been really like really bomb and she didn't have to be like supportive of me so and I'm not saying that she's good because she was supportive I I respected Erica and I thought that her music was boppy well before she knew who I was. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's no, you know, no shade to them at all, but yeah. Um, yeah. Cause but, you know, everybody's not going to be good at everything. And like, it, it takes a lot of guts to be, you know, to, you know, for, for Nini and like Melissa Gorga to, to create singles and put them out and promote them it's a lot. It's a lot of work. And it's, a you know, you're being criticized and critiqued. It's a lot, but it's a club and that's not the club that I want to be in. Yeah. What advice did Erica give you? She just reached out to you when she saw you were doing music. Yeah, she, um, well, she, she was just, she praised my, my, my singles and she praised my album. And she was just like, there are no limits, like whatever you want to do, you can do it. And don't take no for an answer. 
I yeah. love that. Listen, I yeah. saw the Pretty Mass tour. I was in the audience. And I mean, yeah. the, it was, I mean, as especially as a gay man, because it was mostly gay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I died and gone to heaven. Like, I'm she's literally in heaven. Excellent. She's, a, she's an excellent entertainer. Like, okay, you well, have to give I'll her check, her flowers. Okay, I'll check myself. Then apparently she's yeah. way better than that. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know, I mean, the Countess, I love Luann. I mean, I would see the cabaret, but I mean, Luann speaks through the music, basically, you know, and then they just add some auto tune, you know, so it's it's very different than what you do. But yeah, your point. Okay, but okay, you're friends with Erica. I mean, and and look, I know you personally. I mean, you've put so much time and money. I don't think people realize how much you have to invest of your own money. And unfortunately, I mean, that's what we saw with Erica. She may not have known anything about yeah. how the money was coming. Right. But I mean, like, how's that going for you? Are you guys investing everything you make from, from housewives back into your career? No, not everything. Um, well, I, I am, I'm an independent artist, but I am signed and my, my label Monarch, uh, Monarch Nashville, it has been incredible. They're very supportive. They have given me a few advances, so I'm able to, you know, tour and pay my dancers and pay my band and um, um, record more music and just, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm very frugal. I'm a very frugal bitch. If it's more than $5, don't ask me, I'm not buying it. Okay. Um, and even with my music, which is, like I said, it's like my baby, I'm still very smart about what we're spending and how we're spending it. And my team understands that. So my team is very good about, you know, how can we, you know, find a loophole to make this work without spending 5000 here or 2000 there. So no, I'm, you know, the mon- money is good. We are doing well over here. We are, what did Karen say? We are debt-free and loaded, honey. We're doing, we're doing very well. If you could do a duet with anyone like in the world, who would it be? So I would love to collab with Doja Cat. Um, I love Lil Nas X. I think he's the cutest thing ever. Uh huh. Um, I, I, I mean, this is going to be controversial, but I love Cardi. I think Cardi is just, I love her because we have similar trajectories and she's someone to study. If you are looking to like get into music and you want to use the reality TV space to like jumpstart that she's a great example of that. The way that she went from love and hip hop, she, she made a mark and then she left and now she's Cardi B. And um, I, I think she's a genuine person. Um, she's really funny. And I, I would love to collab with her. Um, yeah, those are just a few. Those Doja's like at the top. I love oh my god, top, you and Doja would be amazing. And little Nas X, I feel like he could he could jump. I love him. <laughs> Why not? Went to his party with the, at the Grammys. We after the Grammys, he had a uh, an after party, and we were at his party, and he's like crowd surfing and like swinging around the stripper pole, and yeah, that's oh, a good one. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. If you had, or if you could, or you had to do a duet with a housewife, we have Luann sings, Kim Zolciak. We even have your castmate, Ashley Darby, Coffee and Love is a song. Gone with the Wind, Fabulous, Kenya Moore. Which housewife would you like to do a duet with, Candice? Um, well, I, there are two, and it's 
it's not Ashley. Um, Candy, obviously. Um, oh, Candy, yes. yeah, she's obviously, she's a, a Jane of all trades, as I like to say. She's a, a great songwriter. She's a great singer. She's just a, just an all-around creative person. I would love to do a song with her, whether we're writing together or singing or both. And I would love to do something with Erica. Like, like because I'm R&B at my core, but I love pop. I love rock. I love mixing genres. And, you know, Drive Back is an urban pop song. My next single is more of an urban pop song as well. Um, so I, I think it would be really, like, dope to do something with, with, some, with the likes of Erica Jane, who's got oh. that, that pop vibe going. And even Candy, like a Candy Erica Candace moment, because Candy is very versatile. Like, she can, she's, she's R&B at her core as well, but she's, you know, ventured out into every space she's written for ed sheeran she's written for destiny's child tlc like she's in sync she can do in the day oh, i mean in sync yeah I, she she can do it all so that would be super like if candy oh. and i wrote something and me and erica and candy performed that would be so cool i would be able to say oh my god right like you forget about i think a lot of people forget how many songs candy actually oh my wrote god. i mean you talk about ka-ching ka-ching that's when it starts adding yes up go yes and that's why she is you know she's really establishing herself as like a conglomerate of everything she's now a television producer like what she was before but like now you are solidly like sitting in tv production with the old lady gang show like she's just she's an actor she sings she's mass singer she's hosting ellen like bitch that she is just she's amazing yeah 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 did you reach out to her for any advice when you were starting your music career? Just since she's a housewife. And- um, yeah, I did. We've, we've met, we met up before we've had dinner together. Um, she's again, she's someone else that's just like very like chill, but very supportive. Like when, when deep space first came out, she was reposting it and she was very congratulatory. Um, I invited her to my album release, but they were out of town for something, but she, she wanted to come. So she's just been like very supportive from afar. Like just because she doesn't have to say anything. Like her platform is so big and she's so busy. She does not have to say anything about my, my project. So the fact that she even, you know, shared it and congratulated me in part, like personally, is is huge for me because you know I grew up listening to Escape and listening to the music that she had a hand in writing and the songs that she wrote. So oh yeah, she's you. You said that your music is your baby for now until you have a real baby, another yes. real baby. So uh-huh. any anything you want to share with us here today? I mean, you and Sarah go way back. Anything you want to tell her? Yeah. Well, I did text her. Actually, I have to go soon because I have to go stab myself with uh, IVF shots. So I'm, I'm currently doing um, IVF to, uh, to bank or to freeze um, embryos. Um, I am planning my life and I, it's something that I'm excited to be able to share and to talk about because I feel like IVF is not something that is talked about enough and women are not exposed to that option of family planning 
enough. I know so many women who were not made privy to, you know, this, this miracle until a lot later in life. And then it's harder to get enough eggs to be able to, you know, have a family and to have children. So I'm 35 and I'm right at that age where it starts to, you know, teeter on what's called a geriatric pregnancy oh, or an older egg. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I'm> aware. <laughs> and yes. Yeah. And you know, like, I, I have always, you know, we've talked and I've been always been very a cheerleader for you and your, your journey to, to have your, to have little KJ. Like, it's just like, it's, it's a, it's something that I'm like, I would, I would be private about but I feel so inclined and so like like I have to talk about it because I I would have done it sooner if someone had explained it to me sooner and and you know I'm now in a place where I'm almost ready to have kids um like we may start trying at the end of the year but you know maybe not I'm still figuring that out and I want to have the option of the insurance of yes. knowing that I have eggs that are viable and young enough that I can go in and implant whenever I am ready to, to start my family. It's so, yeah. And it's so hard. I mean, people, you know, I had that molar pregnancy miscarriage yeah. before I had yep. AJ and like a gestational yep. cancer. Like yep. so, I, I never even knew that that could happen. You know, I mean, so many things can go wrong with getting pregnant. Yeah. It, it truly is like the craziest part is we really are meant to have kids like in high school. <laughs> hey, no, know, it's like, so true. I think about like, it all the time. It's like, we should really be having kids. Like I was talking about these girls yeah. that were have, getting pregnant at 18. It's like, what you doing? But they, like, that's when your body and your eggs are, are primed and ready and your body is ready enough to, have the kids and heal and you know you kind of go back to some sense of normalcy we're we're out but women are having kids later and later in life and I I for one respect it because I think it's important for women to feel like they have autonomy over their lives and they have ownership over their lives and what they want to do and you know children are a blessing but they're like a lot they're a lot when you you can't give them back yeah I mean David Sarah's just looking at me because she knows, I mean, listen, I am self-aware. So for me, it is not the right decision, but that's good, right? Like you should know that about yourself, that you're not capable of doing that. Absolutely. I have two very quick questions before we leave. Are you going to go on tour? Because you mentioned a tour. Are we going to have, I mean, I've seen it count as 800 times. She's like, David, come down to the Right. Like, are are we going to, I mean, come on. I've never seen you perform live. I know you were just that. Yes. So we are, my team is currently negotiating um, a multi-city tour. Yeah. Sarah and I will be, we'll come oh, together. Oh, I need backstage passes. Are you kidding? <laughs> I love you guys so much. I, the, uh, the only thing I'm jealous about, and I've said this when Candace has been on my show, is, you know, I was hoping their careers wouldn't make it because I want to see Chris's brown <laughs> dick on OnlyFans. And at this rate, I'm not going to see it. So I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> I, only I love giving these two a hard time. They're beautiful in real life. They're great people. We're going. We're getting backstage passes. I got to see yes. everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I'll let you guys know when we're going to be I there. Talk about it. Yes. And I was like, going to say, is is Chris still your husband, Jer? Is he still involved? <laughs> he oh, yeah. so there are a lot of updates with Chris. 
he is doing amazing things on his own. Um, he was always, he was never my manager in the sense that he's like negotiating my deals and like taking a cut. He was really just supporting me at a, in a transitional space. I now have an actual entertainment manager. I have a publicist. I have my, my legal team. I ha- I'm looking for an agent now. I have a great team. And Chris really still serves the same role. He's like, you know, you got an email. You need to respond. Don't forget you have this thing coming up. Um, I, I'm going to forward this contract to your lawyer to negotiate. Um, when there's a crisis, He's on all the calls with the team and he's giving his input. He's, he's, it's the same role, but you know, I think manager was like, it was, that word was just a, it was a buzzword for, for the audience. And everybody was like losing it. That like, he was managing me. And my, even my mom was like, ah, he's managing you. He's going to take your money. Like girl, sh- sh- no. Um, but no, he's, he is, he is being a, a husband and a supporter, but he's also doing his own thug fizzle. He's out here doing amazing things for himself um, and doing what he loves, which is managing restaurants. I love it. And this is really my last question. What do you, unless you could, but what do you think? No, this is, and now I'm sorry. But what do you think is still like the biggest misconception about you? Like we talked about, like as people watch, we have season seven coming now. You were on my show once. I, you, you know this, Sarah, the minute it was over, I'm like, I fucking love Candace. You know, I said this, I'm not just saying this. I judge people based on my own. So I said right. that, and she, you know that, Sarah. Like, I've always said that. Yeah. So, I, love, yeah. I mean, look, I love all the women on Potomac. I, I love Ashley. I mean, I get along. I yeah. love, I'm so proud of you guys because I say this a thousand times, but you you don't give yourselves enough credit because you were the only reality show ever, ever, ever to be successful out of DC. And people don't mm. know that unless you lived in DC. Yeah. Nobody could do it. I mean, Rob Lowe couldn't do it. He'd come to town to do a reality show. So yep. these women and women of color deserve so much so much credit. So I love all of you. And I know you all personally outside the show and you're yeah. all terrific. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Um, what, what is the biggest miss? Yeah. Like as people watch and, you know, these people, you know, you say um, people come after you and like, what do you think yeah. people have wrong about you? I mean, people think that I'm a monster. <laughs> so, like people think that I'm like, that I pick fights and that I start things and then I, I, what do they say? You throw grenades and hide your hands. And it's like, what are you watching? Like where, show me where I started anything. You know, do I respond in a, an overly colorful way at times? Yes, absolutely. I do. I own that. And that's something that I, um, not that I need to work on, but that Sometimes I can learn to pivot, but you know, that's my, that's my cross to bear. That's my battle. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's funny because anytime I meet anyone um, outside of Twitter or the show, everyone says the same thing. It's like, wow, you're like so nice. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I try, I don't focus on it anymore. It used to bother me a lot. Like that people, 
Because, you know, in my real life outside of the show, before the show, I was loved. You know, everyone loved me. And I thought I was going to come on the show and be loved. And it's the opposite. Everyone hates me. <laughs> and somehow, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Amazing. I can't wait for season seven. Oh, it's going to be so Oh, good. girl. Ciao. Uh, it's going to be, I can tell already, it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be next level. It's honestly, it's you guys, Salt Lake and Beverly Hills. And maybe Atlanta. Atlanta will probably come back and be really Atlanta's strong. They're going to come with something. They're going to come with yeah. something. I, yeah, they are. They are. We share an EP. Our EP does not play. They're coming with something. So wait mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Yes. Thank you guys. This is so fun. Like, I like this duo. You guys, I love you individually, but like, I like you guys together. This is fun. You should come oh, back on. One. Like when the show comes back on, you'll come back on with us. Definitely. Yes, I will. And then if, oh, no. are you, we're thinking David, about you- doing a tour. <laughs> oh, we're thinking about yes. doing a tour together. And then with our DC stop, we want you and Chris to come on. Let us know. Yeah. Yes. And what were you going to ask me as I cough up a lot? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Where are you asking? Oh, no. Are you, are you in LA? Where are you based? New York City. Oh, you're in New York. Okay. 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 Yeah. But yeah, no, tour, we're there. Sign us up. Yeah. But I, I would go to LA, you know, I'm in LA all the time. So maybe. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say, well, I'm in LA often enough that, you know, if I'm there, there, we can do a thing there too. Yeah. Okay. We're going to Craig's. We're having lunch. We're planning tour. Yes. See you just, all just give me sure. just give me a nice martini and that's all I need. We're doing that's it. Yes, yes. But really, when you. when the show comes back on, come on and talk to us because then we can talk about what's going on. Yes, there will be plenty. See we love day. you, Candice. We love you. So we're we're gonna we stand you for you. Yes, thank you, thank you. Okay, I gotta go shoot up my my stomach. Hugs to Chris. Bye. Love you, much. Yes, love you, Bye, doll. guys. See ya. Love y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.